Grow Great is a city government leadership podcast with Lisa Norris and me, Randy Cantrell. Each week we share insights, experiences, and wisdom to help you and your leadership grow great. Our website is growgreat.com. My partner here at Grow Great, Lisa Norris, is currently navigating some challenges, personal challenges, but not to worry. She's doing well. She's holding up nicely, even though these are weighty days for her. You know, as we grow older, life presents new and different challenges. Our families change. Kids enter the picture. They grow up. They form families of their own. And meanwhile, our parents grow older and more feeble, and we all face personal tragedies and sorrows, difficulties, adversities. Don't think that Lisa and I are immune None of us are leave it at home. That's an admonition that I heard from the bosses of my youth. And then I would continue to hear that. In fact, I still hear it uh, today repeated with such frequency that you would think that these bosses believed if they would just say it often enough, then it might actually one day become reality. Just leave it at home. Leave your problems at the door. Um, it never has, and it never will because we are people we're humans with real problems. I want to talk with you just for a few minutes today in Lisa's absence. I want to use her current adversities, personal challenges in professional leadership. Yesterday I'm sitting with a city manager and a director who reports to him politely knocks on the door, very lightly opens the door and very apologetically interrupts our session phone call came from school about an injured child and it has now disturbed mom's day mom is a director in a city government and being a good leader and a good boss this city manager quickly tells her go go i mean at that moment her focus rightly so is on her child and in that moment instantly i began to think what kind of director would she be and she's a high performing director i know her what kind of a director would she be if her child weren't her priority in that moment? I mean, we don't often consider such things probably as deeply as we should. I can assure you that Lisa is such a leader working very hard to lead her team by example. Uh, She is at the helm of a high performing team, a team that daily produces an extraordinary, extraordinary amount of work because it's this never ending conveyor belt, you know, of just constant to do list things often fraught with really difficult deadlines. And it continues to be completed on time accurately and vital to the benefit of the employees, the organization and the entire community that they all serve. Are they perfect? No, of course not. But they're always improving. And that's a topic that Lisa and I are going to address in coming weeks, always improving. Here at Grow Great Podcast, Lisa and I have defined leadership as a triad. Influence, a focus on others, and doing for others what they're unable to do for themselves. Turns out compassion is also defined as a focus on others. You cannot be a true great leader without compassion because well compassion and leadership are focused on the same thing others others 
High performers are not excuse makers and neither are great leaders. So this isn't about those among us who, and you know them, you may work with some who just seem to always have drama filled personal excuses for why the work isn't completed, why the inaccuracies are the norm. No, high performers are people who find a way to consistently achieve well above expectations. They just simply get it done time and time and time again, and we can count on them without fail. No, they're not perfect, but they're always excellent. Even in recovery, you know, when things don't go as planned, they are the people we most want by our side because they are reliable. They're trustworthy. They're competent. Years ago, I was heavily involved in hockey, youth hockey. And I met a number of, we're here in a professional town in Dallas. We have a, an NHL hockey team, the Dallas stars and Dallas and Fort Worth have a long history of having minor league hockey. And through the years, I've come to know some minor league professional hockey players And one player years ago made a comment to me that has forever stuck with me because it, I, I think it speaks to the difference between high performers and those that aren't. And he said he had worked all of his life from a youth to try to get to the NHL. And he said, I'm a good player, but I just, I cannot, I just don't have the skills and the talent to perform at that level all the time. I can play NHL quality hockey sometimes, but I can't do it all the time. And as a result, I'm stuck in the minor leagues. And I thought it was very insightful and his self-awareness was extraordinarily high to be able to make a comment like that and humility too. And that began to be kind of the way I would look at and define high performers in any arena of life. You know, some people can do it sometimes, but can they do it consistently time and time again, even in the face of personal adversity, high performers can great leaders. They can, they can perform at major league levels. If you please consistently all the time. They are people that we most want by our side because of that. Even when the phone rings, alerting them of an injured or a sick child, even when they need to care for an aging parent, even when personal challenges disrupt their day, their week, their month, no matter what high performers and great leaders bring such high value that compassion and grace are easily offered to them. It's the support they need in order to maintain their high value. It's the service that they deserve to continue their quest to be and maintain their high performance. And it's also the wise and the smart thing that organizations do to foster the individual and the collective growth and improvement of people. You know, leadership is not about perfection. It's not about constantly being trouble free. It's about how we, 
how we do under pressure, how well we do under pressure, under those difficulties, under those adversities, even when, and especially when those adversities are personal. We can't let our difficulties define us as excuse makers. Now, a lot of folks make that decision and you can not the best way to go. Rather, we need to leverage our personal difficulties as well as our professional difficulties to propel us forward so we can become even stronger, even more resilient in our work and in our lives. The value we bring is largely the result of those things that we learn when the storms are raging. It's been said that great sailors learn to sail when the seas are rough, not when the seas are calm. And so it goes, I suppose, with all high performers and all great leaders. The best, the most effective lessons of our lives are learned when we have been knocked down and dragged out and we realize we need help. We need help getting back to our feet. And great leaders help us up and they dust us off and they encourage us in the ways that very few others might be able to. They do for us in that moment what we can't do for ourselves. And they instill a faith and a confidence in us to get us through the storm because they know the stuff of which we're made. Resolve and grit and no excuses. And great leaders love us enough to do for us in those challenging moments what we most need. They lead us out of the adversity because they trust us. They have faith in us that we are going to do our best. We're going to do the right thing. And in return, we love them for it. Thanks for watching and listening to Grow Great, a city government leadership podcast. For Lisa Norris, I'm Randy Cantrell. Be well, do good, grow great. The website is growgreat.com. Thank you.